Welcome back to another episode of Deck Hockey Focus, the only podcast dedicated to growing the game that we all love and bringing you guys some top-level talent from across North America. That's true. Shackleford, who's joining us today? Uh, today we're going to go out to Edmonton with Matt Liu. Matt, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Awesome. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. For having me. Great. So, hey, before we dive into this whole thing, uh, do you mind just taking a few seconds and telling us a little bit about your background, how you got in the game of ball hockey, and, you know... How, yeah, yeah. How where you are today. What does it take to create the general manager of the number one team in North America? So where where'd you get your start with ball hockey? Oh, sounds good. Uh, I started playing ball hockey in Calgary, and uh, I'm a goaltender. And me and a couple buddies decided to form a team called Savages. We played in Calgary from like at the bottom level from like '03 all the way to '07. I moved to Edmonton and then uh, became a, a spare in Tier One, and then eventually. Me and a bunch of guys uh, formed our own Tier 1 team. We called the Savages again. I think that was in 2011. And then from there, we just uh, slowly got better and picked up players and all the way up to now to where we are. Uh, you know, when we started, when we won cities, it was a really big deal. I'm really happy, like, you know, Tier 1 cities. Then we reached Provincials, um, playing that, gaining the experience, winning that was a huge deal. Going off to Nationals was uh, awesome, just playing with some of the best players around. And then eventually winning a medal, the bronze medal, and then winning a national gold. So everything was just great, and we all loved every step that it took to get where we were. Well, it sounds like it all happened really, really fast for you there. But uh, as far as as far as you're concerned, how did how did you find the sport of ball hockey itself? I mean, even outside of the savages, which maybe developed thereafter. But what was it that originally drew you to ball hockey as a sport? Uh, just, well, growing up in Edmonton, being born in Canada, I just love hockey. And uh, I'm not a great skater, but love to play, so ball hockey fit in perfectly there. And then uh, just doing something that, that you love watching, you know what I mean? Like, just a sport that you love and being able to participate in all kinds of uh, different levels of athletes can play ball. It's just similar to soccer, right? Like, I mean, that's why soccer is universally loved. Like, anyone can go out there and play. And ball hockey is the same. You get out there and play. It's just the only difference is you got you know you got a stick now, right? Mm -hmm. So with that, and you can play with a lot of different people, a lot of great people out there, and a lot of good friends, and that team camaraderie. We just had a good time playing playing ball hockey, and I just, I just I still enjoyed playing. So were you guys just were you guys unreal right off the bat, or was there sort of a, a growth period there where you kind of had to get your wheels under you? Well, we, we when we started, we we had a good core of guys, and and. Uh, and we, we we still have a, a lot of those guys together, and we we were always uh, decent. We were never at the bottom or anything like that. We'd, we'd be in the least in the middle, and eventually we saw what it took to win, and saw what it took to to get to the top and beat some of the better teams that we we faced, and eventually uh, uh, learned what it took to to get better. And and we, I think we we acquired a lot of good players too, and and uh, and that that always helped out, and and eventually we uh, got where we were. So speaking of the top, uh, can we talk about that gold medal you won in the uh, Czech Republic there? Oh yeah, that uh, that was for Worlds uh, the B pool in, uh, in uh, part 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 of Vice last last year. Which is so, your jersey on the back wall there, correct? Yeah, that's the the one I have there. <laughs> nice, the beauty. So that was in the Czech Republic, or uh, uh, g give us a rundown of that tournament. I mean, a gold medal is nothing to turn your nose to. No, no, it was a it was a, a tough battle to get there as well because I started in the Hong Kong Worlds in, in 09. and every every two years we, we had the World Tournament and we never medaled. 
still getting to 2017, uh, getting to that gold medal game was already huge for us because we knew, you know, we get at least a silver and that's the first one for Hong Kong. And that was a, a pretty cool thing. And that being said, we knew there wasn't any pressure. So that helped us out too. And we just played, played as hard as we could. And we, and we didn't start off that tournament well. We, we started off with uh, three straight losses, uh, two shootout losses and a, and a regulation loss. And then we knew we had to win every game from there, there on out. And we just kind of bear down and uh, focused. And a lot of the things I learned from Tier 1 Savages kind of got uh, passed on to the B pool Hong Kong team. And eventually we uh, won that gold medal there. So that was awesome. Nice. Congratulations. So uh, with that, and there's a lot of lessons learned, like you just uh, said, with going and winning a gold medal with a team that's never medaled, how did that translate into, or what What did you bring from the creation of the Savages? What Really, what's the origin of that team? Uh, the origin of the Savages or Hong Kong? Uh, savages. Oh, well, like... Like how, how, like some of the lessons we learned and how we got good, you mean? Yeah. But like, so we, we know that, that you, you started off there, you said you weren't the best skater in the world and then the savages kind of grew. When was it that you guys sort of made that turn from, you know, this is a recreational fun sport because I really like hockey to, Hey, we've really got something going on here and I think that we can be something special. And then eventually we come to find out you guys are now number one ranked on ballhockey.com. So, I mean. How do you right. transition between, hey, we should play ball hockey and we're the best team in the North Americas? I think um, being in Tier 1 is already pretty uh, pretty big in Edmonton, right? And it's kind of a big deal. And then getting to Provincials and winning that first gold medal at Provincials, I think from that there on, that gives you, when we win the Tier 1 gold in Provincials, that gives you a, a pass to the Nationals, right? And then when you get to your first Nationals, that's when you know, okay, this is... Uh, it's, it's better, it's not just being there is okay now. We have to win, you know? So once we got there the first time and experienced it, then it's like, okay, the second time, it's like, forget the experience, we were here to win now and we have to kind of focus and pay attention to everything that's going on. So just being in Div 1 Edmonton, we, we knew what was out there, like winning provincials and leading to nationals. But once you kind of win the first, first step, that's when you kind of get more and more hungry to win more. Yeah, well, fantastic. So when it comes to growing a team and really putting the right players in the right spots as a general manager, what do you do to recruit? And I mean, how do you keep the team in order and get everything to flow and keep that chemistry going? Uh, I think the, the key, one of the good things we have is we had a, a good core, like I said, from the beginning, like how I got how I got on, like how we created a team was I was a, a backup goalie or sub on a tier one Edmonton team and, and a group of the guys, a handful of them approached me and said, Hey, let's make our own team. Like, and we need a goaltender. I'm like, okay, so let's do that. And then we just, uh, it's a tight knit community. So we know this guy, we know that guy. We had to make sure we grabbed about, you know, 10 to 15 guys. So we got our own savages team. And then we did that. And then, um, I think when, when we took the real jump, big jump was one year, we picked up a handful of guys for uh, provincials and they were called the jets. And then the next year, the Jets said, hey, how, how about we just play with you guys for the remaining of the, for, for like regular season? Like, let's just kind of combine teams, right? So once we did that, we got a lot stronger. I think that kind of took off into uh, winning provincials and, and moving forward. And for recruiting and things like that, I don't know, we, we just have good leaders and I think respected leaders. So Absolutely. people people look up to them, not look up to them, but like, when they, when they tell them something, like our captain, his name is Joel Andreessen, 
when he talks to you, like, he knows he, that he's not saying some a load of garbage or something. Like, when he tells you, like, hey, we want you on our team, uh, we're, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, he's telling the truth, you know, and it, it'll happen, you know what I mean? So, uh, with our leaders, that, that's a big, big, big part of it. And, and they're, they're, they're older guys, too, right? We're not, they're not, they're not young guys that are, like, 18 or 20. They're, like, you know, mid-30s, and, and, and with that garners a lot of respect, and I think that a lot of people like to, to join our, our team because of them. Nice. Well, with that, um, and you're talking about provincials and then obviously winning going to nationals, but are there any local tournaments or anything in, that's going on in Alberta that kind of prepares you for that? And what's kind of the prep and the schedule throughout the year? Well, we, we used to play in the winter season like, uh, just to keep in shape. And we, we still do, but we don't play as the Savages. We all go in different teams. So, so that's always helpful. Um, and then actually... One of the one of the guys in Edmonton, he create, he has his own mini tournament. It's a it's a one day tournament. It happens twice a twice a year, uh, and it's three on three. And I know uh, from talking to uh, Nelson Vargas Diaz yourself, mm-hmm. three on three, pretty good thing, and, and it hones your skills, right? So mm-hmm. so that being said, it's about a hundred player tournament. It's called the WSHL, just for fun. It's not like sanctioned by the league or anything. But with that, we all it's an open tournament where anyone can sign up. So about, you know, 10 savages sign up and then, you know, 10 guys from a div 12 team can sign up and then everyone mixes together and we all, all play. But from that, we also meet a lot of different talents, so, you know? So yeah. a guy that he, uh, in div one, we, we see because he's playing in this tournament and, and he, he can potentially be recruited to our team. As well as other teams, and, and and just building camaraderie with the rest of the ball hockey community, um, we felt that that tournament actually helped us win our first nationals because we also had the support of, of our, our Edmonton players because they all know each other, right? It's like, hey, I played with this guy in this tournament, uh, and now he's at nationals. Watch him streaming. I, I I want I know him, not just cheering for them, but I like these guys. I want them to win, or you know, maybe I don't like these guys, <laughs> but. Uh, but the, the community that developed community as well as developing the skills and developing uh, relationships to recruit players. So I think that OSHL tournament was huge, as well as having a winter league to play in Edmonton. And that, that's a big thing. Like there's two two leagues and you can play in both of them. And just lots of uh, when I lived in Calgary, there was nothing in, in winter. There's like one league and you get a little bit of games here and there. But in Edmonton, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, options, and that's that's a that's a big thing. Well, fantastic. So you mentioned. Uh, I know that you guys are you're ranked at the five on five level, but when it comes to three on three that you just mentioned, which I guess prepares you guys mm-hmm. to reach that next level, do you guys bat back and forth a lot, or are you guys almost exclusively fives? Well, we only have that three on three because of that tournament, and there's no real leagues like that in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. I think. In- one or two, but we do mostly five on five in Edmonton. But there is a our one of our five on fives is a little bit smaller, and that's the main one we play. And then maybe that does help us because it's a little bit tighter quarters, like ring size smaller. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. it's a center, so it's made for indoor soccer. Uh. So it is, it is a little bit tighter, and that might help us out because we're used to to the in tight battles and all that. So so you know it's not three and three, but but. But when we do go play the bigger five on five, I think that, that gives us a little bit of advantage. A little bit more comfort uh, playing in cool, uh, close quarters or, you know, tighter defense where you're, you're more confident and comfortable with the ball in those types of situations. Right. And then there's more one on one battles and 
you have to be a little bit quicker on your decision making. And then when you go to nationals, a little bit bigger, you got you know, you're not you're not uh, surprised by the time and space you get. Definitely. Well, it sounds like you have a nice tight tight knit community there, and a lot of growth happening with the game. So with that, what does the future hold for the Savages? Um, we're we're gonna keep 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 going at it and. Uh, uh, the good thing is like we have a couple of new young guys that are 20 years old joining our team and and then we still have the veterans and then now we finally got some guys onto Team Canada and I think that will give us a lot of experience and a lot of uh, uh, knowledge maybe from uh, going to Worlds in Canada. We, we've never had, uh, I think we have uh, maybe five five guys, or, or I think seven or eight were invited and I think, uh, I think five eventually could go. So uh, I think that's that's the first thing for the Savages that we never had before, so that's huge. We've had a couple guys go go before, uh, but not a, a, like a handful. An entire line of getting national recognition. That's obviously huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so what I want to know is, well, I want to actually dive into maybe what your schedule looks like coming up for 2019. But before we do that, as you guys are kind of preparing and you're looking towards the calendar, is there a specific tournament that jumps off the page? Is there... Uh, a specific team maybe that jumps off the page where you guys know you got to maybe either bring that little bit extra or it's a, a, a big rivalry or a huge tournament that you need to, to repeat yeah. or that, you know, put another feather in the cap. What do you have circled on the calendar? I think the, the one that we, we, we want to win back is provincial, our provincial tournament. So we, we won three in a row from like, I think it was 14 to 16 or, or 13 to 15, 13 to 15. And then we had, we didn't win the, the, the last three provincials. That that kind of hurts. And uh, the the last two have, have been won by our rivals, uh, the Edmonton Top Whale. So that that tournament happens at the end of July. So we definitely want to get back that trophy because you know we feel we're probably the top team in Alberta. But uh, we didn't win the trophy to prove that. So you know when we see our buddies from Top Whale, they they can give it to us and hurt uh, us of not winning the provincial. So we want to win that back. So so they can't they can't say anything. <laughs> well, fantastic so you guys are kind of located centrally i mean we're, we're kind of like that too here yeah. we're midwest boys maybe if canada has a midwest i don't know <laughs> but uh you guys are located maybe a little bit away from the east coast which i feel like is typically where people think the the top tier teams all come More from you know the center, the whether it be yeah whether it be montreal or it be the the northeastern united states there but looking out east are there teams or tournaments that you guys have targeted that, you know, you're kind of representing uh, your region? Yeah, your region. And and what what tournaments are you guys looking forward to to kind of take down those East Coast rivals? Well, the the, the one tournament that we, we, we are planning to go to is out in, Saint, in Newfoundland, the Nationals. It's in uh, August uh, 5th to 10th out in St. John's. So it's a quite, a quite a far way away, I think three and a half hour time difference. So, and that'll be the first, the first time we see the, all the teams out East this year. So that's a big one. And, and, uh, that's for the national championship. So we're looking forward to, to being prepared for, for that. There's, there's, there might, I think there's other tournaments in the States, right. For that, uh, a lot of big teams go do and, uh, out East, but we, we don't, uh, we don't have the financing or the, or the guys to go out there to do that. We wish we can. And then we, we would like to play against all the, all the East teams, like, you know, Pittsburgh gods and stuff like that. But, uh, just hasn't happened yet. We have to oh, make them enough. have to make them come to you, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, we've got a we got a nice three on three tournament here in the Quad Cities. If you feel like getting into that, yeah, maybe that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the farthest that you guys do travel for a tournament? 
Uh, well, St. John's is a, uh, it's pretty, pretty far east in Canada. We, when we were on the first nationals is out in uh, uh, New Brunswick. So that was, uh, that was, uh, that was a uh, far ways away. <laughs> no fair. So you, is it fair to say that you play a lot within Alberta and regionally and then, you know, go where the nationals are taking you? Yeah, was, what we usually do is we play like a regular season in Edmonton. And it's about three months. I think we play 24 games. That's when we play a, a lot of the all tier one teams, and it's, it's pretty good and it's very intense. And I, I think that gets us really well, well prepared for the tournaments. And then after that's done, we have our provincial tournament where we play against teams across the province. So Fort Mac, Calgary as well. And, and we see a lot of very strong teams there. And then, uh, you know, do well there and then eventually go to nationals. So that's how it usually breaks down. There's not that many. Uh, tournaments like they do in the states got a buddy with you <laughs> who do we have on the who do we have with us now who's this oh, she's four <laughs> well introduce oh. yourself to the listeners <laughs> she can stay they'll get us a lot more views she's uh she's an oiler fan so she's it's good <laughs> well we know who oh. her favorite goalie is that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love these live interviews, guys. <laughs> well, it looks like uh, looks like your guest, Matt Lou's uh, getting pulled away from us here. So I think with that, we might want to wrap it up. Here. Yeah. Well, before we let you go, I, I want to know a prediction. Are you guys going to Are you guys going to lock down the number one spot for another year? Uh, and if so, that's a great question. What's it going to take to to be the king of the mountain for for 2019? Well, I, I definitely hope we get the number one spot again. I think winning a third championship in a row would be. Uh, Hopefully, be enough in Don. You know, maybe when, maybe we can travel to one of the state tournaments and do well there as well, right? So, all those. Uh, the more you win, the, the better you get ranked. So, we hope to do well there. Nationals is really fun. It's a good time. Uh, a lot of guys get out there and you see a lot of familiar faces. And this year is also a, uh, a world's year, and a lot of the Canadians head out to uh, Slovakia, and, and uh, that's in June. So that'd be a good tournament. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, we don't want to hold up any more time. Obviously, <laughs> you've got a little bit of a distraction, one yeah. attention there. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, again, thank you, Matt, for coming on the show. We appreciate uh, appreciate you coming on and everything you guys are doing out in Alberta um, and the competition that you're bringing to the Provincials, the guys you're taking to Team Canada out in June, which we'll definitely be covering there. But with that, we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, you know, make sure you're following uh, Deck Hockey Focus on Snapchat at DHF Podcast, Twitter at Deck Hockey Focus, and coming shortly. Yeah, Mike, you announce this bad boy. Big news uh, to be determined on a launch date, but we're working on centralizing all ball, all ball hockey information on the internet. Uh, so we'll be launching DeckHockeyFocus.com which is going to be your new homepage starting soon. So uh, stay tuned for further updates on that. We're still working uh, out some of the kinks. Obviously, Sean is a genius, but he can only do so much given the time. Uh, but stay tuned as we continue to bring you guys coverage of big tournaments. We're going to keep bringing on the top-level talent just like we have here today. Uh, so I think 2019 is going to be a great year for everybody, and stay tuned for some top-level ball hockey. Thank you, guys.